everybody. Welcome to another episode of Too Many Trailers. I'm Marianne. And I'm Kelsey, and we're currently facing away from each other because of We can't make it. And we can't make it through an opening without laughing at each other. We literally just talked for three and a half minutes, and it went off the deep end real quick. Within like 45 seconds. So you know this episode is going to be something else. Um, yeah, I hope you're all ready for it. And I hope thank you... the Lord that this won't be a totally unedited, unedited episode, because wouldn't that be awful? That would be like kind of great and horrible at the same time. Just because we didn't say anything bad. Mm. Too bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel like a lot of people right now are kind of in not so great of spirits or even kind of a little more anxious than they're used to. Right. Um, so I feel like maybe like a silly episode is just what we need. Perhaps. You know? And that's Perhaps. why, uh, listeners at home, <laughs> we choose... I almost said folks at home. Listeners at home. I almost said viewers yeah. also. And I was like, well, that's not true. Well, that's not it. Um, we decided to uh, shake things up a little bit for a little flash boot Flash episode. boot, because we had something else planned, and that was not probably the it best thing. wasn't the best headspace for everybody. We'll, so, just, uh, we'll just not, we'll do it in our year in review, maybe, I perhaps, think. Perhaps, yes. depending on what we feel. We'll see what the year brings us. But yes, <laughs> well, maybe I mean, the year in review. Well, hopefully they bring us some sort of movies, because it seems like every single film has been delayed. <laughs> I know, Black Widow's been delayed, and I'm going to have a stroke. I know. And unless then, I get to see that film pretty damn soon. And because then, I'm not ready for them well, to decide, oh, you know what? Let's edit some shit in this. No! No, it's if The done. more editing you do, the more you're going to fuck it up. We know you, Marvel. We're we calling do. you out. For sure. All right, so what we're going to do in this Flash Boot episode... As a reminder, a flashboot, Kelsey, is... It is an episode where we talk about a flashback and a reboot of the same film, essentially. Exactly. So on this episode, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about Scooby-Doo, 2002. And Scoob, 2020. comes. It should be coming out, hopefully, in May this, 15th, which yeah. I hopefully things might, might peter down. And, and also, Scoob would be a good... A lighthearted, happy thing to have come out. Yeah, especially for kids that yeah, to get the like kids kind of inside or get let's coop them up in a different spot and yes. let them watch a movie. Exactly. And I feel like so before we go forward, let's just run down what we've done before for a flash boot. That. So, so we've done Jumanji, Jurassic Park, and you know, now shake it up with a talking dog. Who doesn't love a talking dog? Also, like. It's Scooby-Doo. It's Scooby-Doo. Kelsey, did you watch Scooby-Doo as a kid? Oh, fuck yeah, I did. Especially, like, the old, um, the previous generation type ones where it's, like, the original cartoon type thing. I love that. So So good. good. And then I didn't really get into the newer version. I was a little older, and I kind of was like, this is ruining my thing. (laughs) And, like, the animation wasn't so great. It was They kind of changed the characters a little bit. It was a little weird. Yeah, and then, like, the newer, newer version, still haven't seen that. But I know that Supernatural... I was watching Netflix, and they did... So, Supernatural and Scooby-Doo actually did a crossover episode where... Fuck. Yeah, it's a really weird episode, and I really enjoyed it because it was not a Supernatural episode. It was essentially Scooby-Doo with uh, Sam and Dean and Castiel in the episode. It's a fun... It's on on Netflix. You can watch it. It's weird to watch a Supernatural episode after not watching it after 10 years, and that's a statement that will always be weird to me. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I really liked some of the Scooby-Doo movies that came out around the same time as that original one. Like the one where... Is it the cartoon movies? Yeah. Yeah, yeah those were I good. liked the one where they were on that island and they had the hot peppers and they were werewolves. Do you remember that one? No. Oh. Do you remember... It was uh, one of the, like, bigger ones that they replayed all the time. Oh, okay. I remember the, the Halloween episode with the Monster Girl Gang, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. That was that one was of my favorite too. things because it was so ridiculous. Was that Scooby-Doo? That was Scooby-Doo. Yes. Yeah, that was, like, it was just so ridiculous and amazing. And the Mummy Girl, I think, was, like, one of my favorite ones because mm. she was like, I hate this fucking thing. <laughs> she had no patience and it was amazing. So, which or was she the ghost? She was the ghost. Hmm. I'll have to rewatch it. And there was that one with that mansion of kids and Scooby and Scrappy more so. Oh, Do you remember Scrappy. that? I remember Scrappy. I don't remember the mansion. Maybe of kids. Scooby wasn't there. But they were like they were like too. monster kids. Maybe. Oh yeah. Do you remember that? that? I remember too. That was, that was so definitely weird. with Scrappy Doo. Wow. Wait, I that feel might like be my entire childhood. That might be the me. same thing we're thinking of. Because Scrappy-Doo was definitely in, like, the Monster Girl King Oh, then that's what it was. I think it was, yeah. Yes, you're so right. Oh, my God. Wow, my whole child life is like a fever dream. That just (laughs) flashed across my eye like a... Right? Like something else. Oh, Oh, man. Oh, Lord. But anyway... (laughs) Anyway, so we're not here to talk about that Scooby-Doo. We're here to talk about the Scooby-Doo live-action film from 2002. Okay, did you see this in theaters? By I, any don't, I don't remember. I don't think I did. I don't. I might have. I remember getting really scared though. You know, okay. I was seven. I remember getting really scared though at a specific point. And I was like, can't deal with this. This is freaky. I, like, don't I really. I don't think I did. I don't remember. Which is a strange coincidence because <laughs> me getting scared at this film. I think it was just because there was like a lot of sensory I, stuff. Maybe I had no fear as a child that I've <laughs> developed all of my fear now. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we're going to be talking about the movie from 2002 entitled Scooby-Doo. There's probably something more to it. I don't remember. I didn't see anything. Let's just say Spooky Island, and I wish I was making up that name. But that is a real thing in the film. Whatever. Um, so... It is directed by. Well, let's get in be, into the. Let's jump right into the uh, behind the trailer facts. So it's directed by Raja uh, Gosnell. Um, he worked on um, Smurfs one and two. Okay. Um, Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Oh my God, that movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then also weirdly enough, he did Never Been Kissed, and I was like. One of these things is very different than everything else I mean, on this list. That's a great movie. I know. These other ones, maybe not. Beverly Chihuahuas is like top tier weird as fuck films. I've that was one seen. of those ones where I was like, there's no fucking way I'm not watching, yeah. I'm watching that unless a child is literally forcing me to. That's when I realized I'm not meant for kids' films anymore, I think. Mm. So. Um, so it is, uh, the movie, it is, uh, the screenplay and story is by uh, James gun it astounds me astounds me which was the one of the weirdest things i've ever seen because james gunn as folks may know wrote all of the guardians of the galaxy films yeah and he's writing the uh, newest suicide squad reboot um he's also writing the third guardians movie oh yes which has a name 
Guardians 3. No. I don't know. I know it's not Oh, I think that... I can't uh, remember what it was called. I just saw that uh, possibly Thor might be joining them, so... Or it might be... Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, But, um, anyway. I was like, James Gunn wrote Scooby-Doo. And then the story is also by Craig Titley. Um, who he wrote Cheaper by the Dozen, so he's got some kids' experience. First one and second one. Yep. And he also wrote for a bunch of episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. All right. A little Marvel a little connection. A Marvel connection. I never get mad about a little Marvel connection. <laughs> All right. And our uh, composer. Yeah, I'm really interested in this. Is uh, David Newman, who, mm. bringing it back as Wait. a flash boot, can I just tell you, he was featured in our very first episode for Night School. Taking it all the way back oh to the God. beginning. Not our first episode, but yes, it was. We did Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and uh... whatever. It was one of our very <laughs> first episodes. <laughs> Wait, because we did. I mean, Night School was one of. It was episode three. Close enough. Kelsey's eidetic memory coming at you. Whatever. <laughs> so he did Night. He's done a whole bunch of stuff. Right. Night School. He did Serenity. Ooh, ooh, good movie. Good movie. Which is like a nice little connection to Sarah Michelle Gellar being mm-hmm. in this film. I was like, ooh, all of the Whedon. The Whedon verses in here. Um, he also did Matilda. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. A plus. Right? Yeah. Really good. Um, fabulous. Kelsey, you want to break down our cast? I do. I just want to say that uh, the characters and this movie and the story was based on uh, Scooby-Doo by Joe Ruby and oh. Ken Spears because I feel like Absolutely, they yes. always yeah. deserve credit. Um, but let's break down the cast now. We So I just got like the main crew um, because there's a lot of fucking people in it this film. It also blows my mind, the people that were in okay. Scooby-Doo. Can't wait to talk about it. Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> so funny. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Where your hands up? Rainbow Connection? Rainbow Connection! So anybody that knows me knows that I have a deep, undying, obsessive <laughs> connection and love for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> Obviously, Sarah Michelle Gellar is our beloved heroine, um, but on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, as many of you may know, um, Willow was the greatest gay character that ever lived in the early 2000s on television, and she was featured in the first long-term lesbian relationship on TV between her and Tara. You're welcome, world. Also, um, her sex scene in season seven of Buffy was the first televised lesbian sex scene on network TV. I didn't on, know. on basic cable TV. I did not know that. Fun facts. Fun facts for allies. <laughs> this is what happens when you run a GSA for a long time and you need to throw a lot of trivia stuff at people. So we also have uh, Matthew Lillard. Um, he plays Shaggy. Astounding. Astounding. Linda Cardellini. Who Can I just tell you that I think I've looked her up 30,000 oh, times in my life. And every time I see her as, as Velma, every, it has completely wiped my brain. Remember? And every time I see her, I'm like, you were Velma? Laura okay. Barton is Velma? Exactly Laura Barton? I 
literally remember in AOU, did we like look at each other being like, is that? We're like, I think. And then she's also on a really, really good current show called Dead to Me right now, which is with Christina Applegate. And it's so fucking good. I highly, highly recommend it. Oh, and then to round it all up, we have uh, Rowan Atkinson, uh, Mr. Bean. Also, I, literally my note in all caps is Lena Cardellini, Velma, Laura Barton. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, wife of Clint? When I was like, I, what? It's like, whenever like, I see, I, Linda Cardellini is such a specific like character actor, and I feel right. like whenever you see her, you're like, why do I know you? You, why, you are so and familiar. You and you're like, who oh, is Linda God. Cardellini? Is Velma. <laughs> It's yeah. like it's almost like Literally. it's like a flashback that like yes. holds you. You're like, what the fuck? But it escapes your brain because it's so weird. So every time you see it, it's like inputting new, brand new information. Not and to it's like the same reaction. <laughs> drag on Linda Cardellini's like uh, acting career, but she played like she always gets like very like bland white woman roles, except for Dead to Me. I highly recommend that show. Um, she always like gets these like bland like roles, so you're always like whatever. Like you see her movie, you're like, oh, Linda Cardellini, and then you forget about her. Yeah. Because she's just not present in social media, and yeah. she does her. She's a very private person, yeah. which is great. Which is we're great not, for her. We're not dragging her on that, but no, like, <laughs> but I feel like whenever like you see her, you're like, oh, you're a person, you know? Oh right, I forgot about you. You. <laughs> yes. Oh, I know who that is. It's like I it's just like, don't know her name. It's like every character actor. I mean, yeah. that's what she is. But like. It's like uh, uh, the guy, the Groundhog Day guy, or Margot Martindale, because I only know her name from BoJack Horseman, because she plays a character actor on as herself. But it's like those specific types of actors who yeah. play just, they, they don't have a trope, but role. they just play characters. So. Yes. Film class. <laughs> I just pieced. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Should we uh, move on into the trailer? Jump right in. Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> Stressed out worker. Um, okay. All right. Let's, let's let's start at the fucking beginning. Okay. Let's go through this fucking thing. As predicted, there was a voiceover. I this movie was like, I mean, it was two thousand two. It wasn't like we're well into the two thousands or whatever. But still, um, why it was it felt so dated, and I was like. Did were they? I know. Really? I was like, are we in the mid nineties? That's what I was thinking. I was like, this doesn't track. Like, I don't really remember voiceovers being like such a thing in the early two thousands. Granted, we were like children. Yeah. So, but still, I felt like it was very old. Like it felt right. like well dated. It felt- okay, the trailer was the, really fucking weird. The trailer <laughs> was the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, and many of my notes are something like, I feel like I'm on. Yeah, because I, everything's so sped up. I at literally, some point. Said, I was like, my like, I feel like my brain's processing too too fast. I feel like I hit on the podcast button yeah. like to speed it up like to one point five. I literally said, "Wait, is this trailer on drugs?" Because it seems like it is on cocaine. Right. It is like sped up two thousand. They have a lot of flashing lights. I know. I, I was mean, like, like, this is, is a this, seizure like inducing is trailer. This what, like we watched as children. Like, it, like did is we this like why all of our brains don't function anymore? Right. Because like, you let us watch this kind of shit. Don't Parents. It's so weird. <laughs> we're looking at you, older people that we like, don't. We're not related come to. On. <laughs> But it, it's just so like, like it's it's the colors, it's the the right. voiceover which does not track with the trailer at all. 
Um, you Nothing have, that the voiceover is saying relates to what's happening. You have the, the editing, which is something out of like someone would just like tripped on a, a keyboard. And you know what it reminds me of? Yes. It reminds no, me of <laughs> the boat scene in Willy Wonka. Oh my god, yes! It's yes. the shit show you never saw coming or expected, and somehow it's still there. And it, it, I think really people need, we all post this trailer onto our Twitter and Facebook just because yes. it is so odd and it's so of its time. But also Kelsey well. and I at the same time came together tonight and we were like, so what about the, tra-? we were both like, yeah, the trailer was weird, right? And we were like, yes, oh my God. And we were both saying, we're like, well, we did, it felt like it was made by fans. Like it's not yeah, an official trailer yeah. because I'm like, how would an actual like, production company let this go out but i feel like they were just like they gave 50 bucks to someone they're like make a trailer and like someone right. came up with us we're like this is the best we can do because i if i remember correctly the movie like had barely a plot to it and right so right. i feel like it's so hard to make a trailer for a movie that does not really have a, a plot, plot. because mean, especially in this time era like and that's what i talked about i was like this is really weird because Usually in these early 2000s, 90s plot um, kids, trailers. Yeah, for kids. No, just, oh, no, just any music. trailers. They tell you the whole plot of the movie. Oh, that's right. right. They so I was the looking, whole film in the movie. Like, but see, they like, didn't. But you didn't know anything that's happening. That's they just, true. They just show you a bunch of clips from the movie. And I was like, okay. I felt like I had an idea what they tried to do, which was but, like, like... you have no idea what the plot is, right. why they're there, what, I feel where like they're they going. I they tried to like, focus on each character. Um, and... I, that obviously failed, and I just can't yeah. deal with it. Um, I feel like the movie also tried to focus on each character like that, and it did a it really was just, bad it job. It did a really bad job. The, and also, the CGI is atrocious. <laughs> I know. Jurassic so Jurassic bad. Park 2 from 1995 had better CGI, and then it had fucking lightning strikes in the middle of their trailer. Oh, their trailer, oh my god, and the writing. And I the can't. writing was just, like, this is... I don't know. It's really wild. It felt like a mon- money laundering scheme, honestly, because it just was like, where did the money go? Right. <laughs> where did the $50 million right. go? And it makes it, I, I don't know. Um, can we talk about Rowan Atkinson for a moment? Sure. Um, because Rowan Atkinson, I don't know if people know, he is, he's most famously known for Mr. Bean, which is like a British you know, a character that I believe he created or something. And it's he's supposed to be like a silent, you know, person. You know, he doesn't speak or anything, just as physical comedy, which is wonderful. But when when was Love Actually made? Because I, I have an idea. I am unsure. After this. Um, Love Actually. So you have to think here nightly. 2003. So probably he probably filmed it around the Damn. same time. I know. Love actually came out in 2003. 2003. 2003. 2003. Three more years and will be 20 years old. Um, oh God, that felt so really bad. Yeah. So okay. So around this time, I really feel like Rowan Atkinson was trying to get away from this Mr. whole Bean. Mr. Bean thing because of the fact that he speaks in this film, and it's so odd to me because like. Being a weird seven-year-old, I feel like I watched a little bit of British comedy like that, and makes sense. That tracks, and um, <laughs> and yeah. I really feel like he was trying to become like more than he, you know, was trying to get out of that like Mr. Bean character. So he played the villain, and he right. was talking, and it was weird, and it felt weird, 
and his character was like, I'm like, who you're supposed to be? Like, it made no sense. Like, Scooby-Doo didn't, I mean, like, they had to have, like, a central baddie because that's just what Scooby-Doo is. Right. However, why? Why? I mean, like, they're trying, Ugh. literally, why everything in this film? Um, did you notice Sugar Ray? <laughs> Yeah, also as I was scrolling through the cast list, it was like Sugar Ray was credited in like 20 spots, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? I just was like, this is this, like, That's they had the, the thing that, shows. like, you, well, you're gonna date yourself the that most much. possibly by having Sugar <laughs> Ray in the film. <laughs> No. It was so what a bad weird. Choice. It was such a bad choice. Such a weird trailer. The clips they uh, used also, had no Also, what substance. was the music in this trailer? What music? I felt like I couldn't hear. I felt like I was getting... <gasps> like, oh, right like right from ears. the beginning, I was like, what is happening here? Oh, God. It wasn't like Scrappy-Doo featured in this film, or was that the second one that they made? I think that might have been the second one. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. I felt like I was on drugs while watching this. Thank I you, felt like same. I was watch either on like Molly or cocaine. Some kind know. of upper. Yeah. And like, uh, it's just, I don't know what this movie, I mean, I obviously. I no like, idea what it was supposed to be about. No idea what they're trying to tell us. Why are you trying to get me to watch this film? I don't even know. I sure, if this was for like, you know what I mean? Like, even I feel like if I was my age right now in 2002 and I watched this trailer, I'd be like, what the actual fuck? And I would be like, no. But people brought their fucking kids to see this film. I want to show you how much movie this movie made. Because it had big stars and it had Sugar Ray, so that was a big deal. <laughs> I want to This was like This was like income. a pretty good peak time for Scooby-Doo, though. Yeah, it was like... This they was like, like a well-timed... Hanna-Barbera was like... Uh, killing it. Top of its game... This is before animation got so much better and we started introducing a Holy lot of shit. Things. The budget was $84 million, which okay. I don't know where that money went. Um, to but the, the CGI obvi. The box office, guess. Not a clue. $275.7 million was its gross box office. That is fucking insane. But, like, I get it because of the fact that a lot of their, like, their jokes are like physical so it can translate without like yeah. words or anything so yeah. i guess the dem like yes. the the international. worldwide international um domestic uh gross was like a lot better um to get it but that is a lot of money for a really bad film yeah well yeah <laughs> yeah um Kelsey, would you ever watch this film? Uh, I already saw it. <laughs> I think that's enough. Same. Um, would I watch it again? No. I just, like, it's of its era. If I remember a lot of the jokes correctly, they're not great. They I don't hold sure. up well at all. Um, and I feel like it just should be put in a vault. And locked away and nobody should ever be able to watch it again. Yeah, and we should delete it from the internet. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. So we're going to take a little break and then we'll be back to discuss Scoob. All right. All right. Talk to you soon. And we're back and talking about more Scooby Dooby Doo. Scooby Dooby Doo. Where are you? We got some work to do now. Scooby Dooby Doo. Where are you? We gotta catch that villain.
Good job, us. We Yay. didn't even rehearse. No, that was uh, totally improvised by your two hosts here at Too Many Trailers. Anyway, so we're going back. We're going to be talking about Scope, um, which is coming out May 15th, 2020. Crossing our fingers. Um, so we're going to jump right into the behind the trailer facts. Yep. So this movie is directed by Tony Savrone. Um, he was a good choice. Okay, he good. did Tom and Jerry Perfect. and like a lot of that animated stuff. He did Scooby Doo's animated stuff. Oh, good. He did Looney Tunes oh, stuff. Oh, this like, shit's gonna mostly be mostly like rebooted, but right. like, but at least he knows how to write these characters. Especially with like Hanna Barbera. Yes. You know, and how yeah. to direct a Hanna Barbera type exactly. of film. Exactly. Um, this, this is the first live action one of those he's done, which not is good action. because. CGI. Oh, you're right, it's CGI. But, but like, like it's CGI, a full, like, full CGI. Sorry, or like a full feature film. Like a storyboarded film. Yes. Um, our writers, all right, get ready. We have, for our for our screenwriters, we have Adam Zuckel. And he did Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Road Chip. Oh, I amazing. But still so like a kid's film with CGI. Yep. Um, and then oddly enough, he did Maid of Honor. The movie with Patrick Dempsey. Oh my God. <laughs> 2005. We like, coming for you. What? Um, Jack Donaldson is our second writer. Derek Elliott is our third writer. Um, Matt Lieberman is our screenplay and story. He we know from doing the Adams Family. Yes, which is another animated film. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for our story, uh, it is for, uh, it's uh, E. L. Podell. Who did Cars 3. Yep. And Jonathan E. Stewart, who and is a name I... Why do I know that name? I don't know. You have totally different writers than I have Oh, down. really? Because I got this from Wikipedia, so... Oh, I got mine from IMDb. Let's, let's see. So who... I only had four. I had Adam Skill, um, Matt Lieberman, E.L. Podell, and then Kelly Craig also okay. worked on the screenplay. Um, she did Postgrad, that movie Ooh. that f- totally flopped yeah. with... Um, with um, the guy from How I Met Your Mother? Um, also, um, Alexis Bledel. It was this, like her first post n- knowing Gilmore n- Girls yeah. thing. Knowing um, who is in the film tracks. Um, <laughs> knowing what kind of people we are. I find somebody from Gilmore Girls and Kelsey finds somebody I don't even know who they are. That's just how it rolls. I, think, I honestly think it's probably not him. Anyway. But yeah. Yeah, and then it's based on the characters by, which changes it up, and I think I know why. Mm-hmm. It's by the Hera... Hera... Hanna Barbera Production Company, and I think it's because of the fact that they Hanna Barbera probably got the rights between 2002 and 2020 uh, to Scooby Doo, uh, which would make total sense to me. So absolutely, um, the composer for this is he must be like I don't know a DJ or something. I don't know because his name is Junkie XL. Holy shit, that's 100% a DJ name. Right? And so he's done other films, like, he's done, like, animated, he's done a whole, like, host of films. But he did, like, the new Sonic film that came out. Oh, nice. And that did really, really well, yeah. so. He did Alita, the Battle Angel one, which, like, we Sonic, know didn't, not the great, great, but, yeah. But, like, music-wise. Right, music-wise. Was great. Um, he did Divergent. He, he did, did Divergent? Yeah. That movie's from 2010. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I don't think so. Later than that, I think. Because I think it came out. Because it came out when we were in college. Yes, it did. Oh, 2014. Still high school. No. No, wait. wait. What? Graduated <laughs> no, it did not. Graduated Because I, I read it at the same time 
as one of the kids I was babysitting oh, for. Oh, I remember. And we watched it together. Um, but Moving so on. he did that, and he did The Amazing Spider-Man 2. So the one with Andrew Garfield. Okay. Music-wise. Music-wise. That's good. what you got to remember. Um, but on some of the older things that he did, he was credited by different also like DJ sounding names. And I was like, he what re-branded. the actual F <laughs> is happening here? Oh, um, hysterical. So that's a little bit of a weird thing. Yep. But, um, so why don't you just bring us right into the cast? Oh, my God. Hold on to your your hats for real. I yeah. was shocked when uh, I saw I that. was in, so again, consolidated, tried my best. Um, Will Forte, who I actually really like as a, a, a voice actor. He's really good. Ready? Mark Wahlberg. I know. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, uh, I'm sorry, what? What now? We have Jason Isaacs. We're gonna have a hands up. The degrees of Bill Nye. Bill, Bill, Bill. Bill Nye, the actor guy. All right, okay. so Bill, on this episode, um, he's connected to Jason Isaacs in a way that everybody should be familiar Everyone with now. Everyone knows. <laughs> Say it with me now, folks. Bill, Bill Nye, Nye was, was in Harry Potter. <laughs> and so was Jason, Jason Isaacs. Isaacs. <laughs> Bill Nye, the actor guy. Kelsey's like, I'm not even going to fucking let you tell me what no, character We already was. know what's we going on. We already know. He was the minister of magic. Bring in the dancing lobsters. Bill Nye, the actor guy. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, That was Degrees, Degrees of, of Bill Nye. So we're g- Gina Rodriguez, who I love what? as Velma. I'm, what? I'm so fucking happy that Make Velma gay. Do it. Do it. She's Do gay it. and you all know it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, Zach Efron, who I think he's playing um, Freddy. Freddy. <laughs> Fred. <laughs> Not Freddy from <laughs> Street. <laughs> they just chose him because they already yeah, had the same name. Exactly. Um, Amanda Seyfried, our Lord and Savior. What? I uh, she plays. It which also it didn't I haven't connect like, at all because her. when I watched the trailer the first few times, her and then I read the names, I was like, Judah Rodriguez's voice was just that, and then I was like, that was just Amanda, Amanda Seyfried's voice. I feel like we haven't seen her in a while. Obviously, she does have a kid. She has a private life, and I don't think she. Yes. She's been acting a little. She did the art of racing in the rain. But, um... That other dog. That other dog. <laughs> She's just doing exclusively dog films now. <laughs> we have Kiersey Clement. Cle- yeah, Kiersey Clement. Uh, Ken Jong, Tracy Morgan. Simon Cowell? I swear to God, if they do a fucking American Idol <laughs> thing... Oh my God. I will cry and leave the theater. <laughs> Same. <laughs> and then we have Frank Welker to end. Our right. wonderful cast. All right, so let's uh, jump right in. Yes, let's, let's jump. Let's talk about the opening. Um, I loved it. I cried. I when the they, opening of the theater thing. That's oh what I mean. no, no. Okay, that's why I was like, really, Reverse. you loved it. You okay. cried. I have thoughts. I, this worked well for me in yes. the movie theater. It yes tell me so i like this instead of the five second like 
clip together thing. Right. I liked it because of the fact that it was A, meta. It was B, mm-hmm. which I always like, love a good meta. Um, add that to the list. Um, uh, B, I thought it was well constructed because this movie is about telling a story and I feel like that's mm-hmm. kind of what we're getting at. Right. It's like we're getting a story from Scooby and Sha- Shaggy's perspective. Which we don't usually get. We usually just get it from like the omniscient third person. Oh, we're being told. I think that this right. is right. like. I I really like that we're seeing this. Did I like that? I didn't really get like the spaceship stuff, and we'll get to that. Yeah. But I I did really like that they're like we got our popcorn, we got our nachos, nachos. we have our root beer with the licorice straw, straw, which is like a really nostalgic so thing cute. for like. Yeah, Scooby like hardcore Scooby Doo fans. I feel like they'd really I'm sure enjoy you're it. out there. <laughs> you're listening, and so, so I feel like it was a really well done intro. It was much better than doing like I agree than doing a mini trailer. And I understand why they're doing because they're really trying to get all right, children, let's sit down. Like right. it's like story time, and so it was really interesting. Yeah, I liked. I thought it worked really, really well for me in the movie theaters when I saw this trailer. Mm. Um. When I watched it at home, I was it's like, a little different. I was like, mm, it's okay. It hits. I thought it worked really, really well there, but. Well, it makes sense because you're watching it in right. the theater. I was like, I you have always... popcorn. <laughs> I have a drink. <laughs> Me? <laughs> Me? <laughs> I'm uh, affected very well by marketing. Like, you know what? Capitalism affects everyone, so. It sure does. Um, COVID-19. COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Um. But then I agree. Then we move from that into, into the story. Sco- Scooby and Shaggy's oh. origin story. I, honestly, I sobbed. I cried. I I cried both times. Also, I watched it. Scooby's voice didn't match. Would put me a little uncomfortable. It's okay. It's fine. I didn't. It like because it was, it was so emotional. I I didn't care about anything. Also, else. can we talk how much Scooby talks in this? I don't remember Scooby-Doo talking so much in... Granted, I don't really... I blacked out my experience watching the Scooby-Doo film from 2002. Oh, right, right, But, right. like, also, I, I don't remember Scooby-Doo, like, actively having a conversation. Sometimes. Not, lo- not like, long conversations, but, but he was also, like, part of a larger cast versus right. the parts they were giving That's us true. Here. It's just, like, it's they were, a little unsettling. Yeah. But it was still really, really good. Um... Puppy Scooby, give me a plush and, of that. And like baby Shaggy. Oh, like little My child toddler Shaggy. Heart. So cute. When he's Adorable. like holding him and he's like, first name, he's like, Scooby. <laughs> and then they're like, middle name, he's like, Dewey. And he's like, they're like, Leslie, he's like, Dew. And I was like, uh. He was it, sobbed. I really think it, I feel like a lot of the times with Shaggy, and I'm really gonna like break down the character right now, so. Whoa, watch out. Okay, so I really think that a lot of the times we forget about Shaggy as a character. Oh, yeah. Obviously, he's just he's an com- extension of Scooby. Right, he's a comedic relief. He's a human counterpart. He is high as a kite every chance we get when we see him. Constant marijuana jokes in 2002 film. Never forget. And <laughs> really? You blacked out that film except for the marijuana jokes? It ain't. <laughs> Fuck you. First of all. Second of all, always showed up on Tumblr. <laughs> Sorry, that was really good. That was really good. Always on Tumblr, they always made jokes about it, so it was always in my consciousness. But yes, okay. Um, 
But, and they always, like, they always just made him the butt of the joke. They never really gave right. him a personality right. versus, no, like, yeah, Fred, sure. Daphne, and Velma, where they're just like, hey, these are us. We are fully developed. I mean, I would say that... I mean, they're not fully developed, but, like, you know... Like, maybe none of them are really fully no, developed. but, like, also, but like... Shaggy definitely is the least very, developed caricatured and archetyped. So I feel like giving him, like, a personality and watching him grow up is such a great idea... For a film, especially because many people just really like Scooby and Shaggy the most. I mean, right. they're the they're the funny ones. Yeah, if I mean, come into it for comedy. Like you don't care about Fred. No. Also, like nobody cares about Fuck Fred. Freddy. Fred. 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 Freddy Prince Jr. has a good life, so, <laughs> so I don't want to drag him today. <laughs> I already dragged Linda Cardellini for her acting choices, so. Oh, but it's uh, okay. It's okay. Um, but yeah. When he, when Shaggy gives Scooby the collar, the collar because it's so integral, right, to his characterization of an of a pet, mm. and I really like that they pushed forward in the plot though. They didn't yes. just make it like it's just going to be about a film, a toddler Shaggy, um, but they did push forward to make him like maybe like appropriate age, like sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, and at the beginning they meet when they're like actually kids and they both act like kids, which is always nice because and it's sometimes not just you get like the weird age group. Stuff. Um, so, but then it turns, and then I'm like, all right, I don't know how to feel about this film um, because it turns into an alien film. Right. I wish they didn't do that. I wish that they had stayed kids, like right, younger like, kids. Stayed it and they did like searching for mysteries or something and like I feel like a lot of the times when they really either want to kill off like a TV show like kill off like a franchise into like a movie they always go the alien route. Remember Jimmy Neutron? They mm. put that into the oh god I just got wow talk about a flashback there a nostalgia bomb talk about a flash food episode yeah right. Um, where they turn it into an alien film, or... I mean, I understand it's hard to, like, turn a kid's film into something that kids can watch and sit there for two hours. Right. Like, I get it, especially when it's, like, a TV show that's 22 minutes long. Right. At most, so... Um, but I did, like... Cause I really liked when they met all together as the group. Yeah. And um, when they're kids, and then they go into that house, and there's a ghost. And I think that would have been, like, a really good, like, little origin part. And then I guess they go to forward when they're older which mm-hmm. is like whatever um the i did like when they're on the spaceship i did like the ikea joke <laughs> <laughs> okay good when you were no. like i don't like the aliens plot i was like i don't like the aliens but, plot, but the ikea, but joke, the IKEA is really joke funny is iconic and i feel like it really kind of sets up the humor yes. which is like humor that we can all enjoy and it's and not just adult humor right and in when, a kid's film right and when scooby's like no, I didn't. I said that. Exactly what you just said. Because <laughs> it's so funny because it's something that I would say also. Like you would backtrack hard. Oh, yeah. Just like If I was saying the wrong thing and then somebody was like, this is the right answer. I'd be like, yep, exactly what you just said. That's what I was thinking too. You're right. Is our Halloween episode just going to be us dressed as Scooby and Shaggy? I have been Shaggy for Halloween before. And you've been Scooby. <laughs> Best friends forever. <laughs> but oddly enough, not together, which yeah, is which interesting. Is strange. Um, we're not going to talk about that. Everything's fine. Uh, uh, also, when they're kids, though, Daphne as Wonder Woman and yes, and um, and Velma as like RBG, crushing, crushing. 
A plus on the, and that's what I also appreciated about this film is that they aged it up and they made it modern without being like in your face modern. Right. Like they made it like age appropriate because like everybody's into RBG. Yeah. Everyone's into Wonder Woman. Yeah. You know, everyone's like, it made it, it made it seem like this is a film that kids can relate to. Right. Which is so difficult for some fucking reason for studios to do. And I feel like they really kind of captured that again. This is probably like a good film. Like we said, I think it was last week or the episode before or something where we had an issue <laughs> where studios have an issue about making films for like eight oh, or nine year like olds. Dora the Explorer. Or, or the Secret Mother Garden. Oh, <laughs> God. I, no. um, so I feel like this is a, yes. probably going to be like a really good I think kind this of is gonna like be really good. Like base yes. for people to. And it's gonna be good for like young kids, but also that in between age. Yeah, like the eleven-year-old base where you're like the eleven-year-old boys that are like, I'm too cool for this, but it's like, but it's cool. It's gonna be just. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be funny. I feel like they can appreciate like the alien stuff as much as I personally hate it in this specific film. They'll like it. They'll like it, which would make sense because I'm a twenty-six-year-old person. Right. Um, I like that there was some plot. Yeah, like a little bit enough for the kids to be like, okay, I kind of know what might happen in this, and that will be funny. Right. Um, but not like too much, but not not like no plot. There was that enough was for. There was a really good balance of random clips and movability in yes. the yes. in the trailer where it didn't, you know, stall it, but the pacing was super good. And yeah, it, just it was, was like, like a really really. So- I don't know if it's just because we were watching, watching that shit show. <laughs> nice slow calm pace i just I don't know it. like if it's because no, i feel but like i have to but you I watched, watched it before first, yeah and i was like this is really good this is a really good pace and then i watched this after and i was like what is happening on this earth i feel like i need like like a six day refresher from this and then i'll rewatch maybe the scoop trailer and see yeah. how i like it because i don't know if it was just because i just watched watched show, uh, a drug-induced uh editing for ploy. It's so that probably has so much like to do with it. Yeah. So um, you know what the graphics reminded me of? Hmm. Big Hero Six. Yes, like the kind of like just the style of the it. The styling. As I was yeah. watching, I was like, "Do I like these graphics?" Which, and then I was like watching it a little bit more, and I was like, "It's what, kind of." What the studio is doing this? I'm guessing DreamWorks, but this is Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. So, but Warner Brothers doesn't have an animation. Warner Brothers because Hanna Barbera is Warner Brothers. I, no, but I know that's the only one I saw. Warner Animation Group. They have their own <laughs> animation guy. Well, that wouldn't make sense. Hanna Barbera is with them. So. So. Uh, so. Um, let's see what the filmography is, just so we have an idea. The Lego Movie. Oh. Storks. Oh yeah, it's similar to Storks. Uh, Smallfoot. Yep. All fucking Lego films. Lego, um, Lego so Space Jam Two is coming next year. Tom and Jerry's coming next year. Um, the dad joke at the end oh, with so Daphne. Good. I was like, it was good because we didn't do too much adult humor the whole time. But like it was Enough jokes that everybody appreciated. Like, that's what and I, then this yeah. one when she was like, ugh, is it like my, is it the bad the guy, my dad? I was like, I, I feel like I died. I, I laughed so much harder than I expected to. I think I also really like it because it calls out her own white privilege. Right? Are we going to get deep in here? In the movie Scoop? Um, so I feel like it calls out her A, own white privilege and own white, you know, whiteness, you yeah. know? Um, but also it was really funny because it always seems to be like a parent 
<coughs> Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> so that was good. Thanks. Um, also, oh yeah, I was just shocked because I was like, oh my god, it's an emotional dog story that I want to see. <laughs> Fuck Marley and me for me Scoob. <laughs> Fuck that shit. At least Fuck I know that other Sco- dog film. I, at least I know Scoob's not gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> see, Amanda Seyfried, you can do a dog movie without it dying, so. You got any other notes, Kelsey? No, I just see that it seems enjoyable. Yeah, I was like, this is actually just a really good trailer. Am I losing it? I was like, I'm I'm impressed by the Scoob trailer. Love in the time. (laughs) Love in the time of COVID. Yes, I'm waiting for somebody to write that novel. Uh, Love in the time of COVID, I feel like. I feel like this love will be towards Scoob. Wow. Um, where, where will you watch this film? Um, possibly in theaters. If they allow us back into theaters. Oh my god. <laughs> if we're ever allowed to leave yeah. our houses again. <laughs> Social distancing. We're far enough apart. We are, we're not six feet, but we're far enough. I might see it in theaters. Um, I feel like this is a good movie that, like, my dad mm. would go to. But yeah. <laughs> Um, I feel like what I'd watch you? it in Netflix. Yeah, if not, bed. I would definitely yeah, watch it. Yeah, this is like Netflix. a before bed, maybe two in the morning type of movie where. Or I'm like, like an anytime movie because it's so like lighthearted that I'd that's be like, oh like my god, I could watch it whenever. Might be good for me because that's why they need my lighthearted shit. So. I don't sleep. <laughs> so yeah. All right. All right. Um, Great discussion. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to take a little time to do a little business, and um, then we'll leave with a pretty message. So first, everyone, um, take deep breaths. We'll all be okay. The world seems shitty right now, but we've gone through worse somehow. We'll keep trucking on, and yeah. Also, remember to take time for yourself. Yes. Uh, Like Kelsey said. take deep breaths remember to try and stay calm and level-headed in this time of panic and crisis when you feel panic it just makes everyone around you feel panicked and it doesn't there's no need to panic yes everybody's gonna be okay wash your hands yeah 20 seconds happy birthday soap and water usual our usual uh intro Usually is oh enough time. Wow. You could just listen to our podcast. Just and watch by the your time hands we're done saying hi to you, it'll either be three minutes or it'll be th- twenty seconds. The world so, may never know. You'll be fine. Just soap and water. You'll be good. So after all that, let's do the promotions. Yes. Now let's get to our actual business. Um, um, if you like what you're hearing, somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Self-deprecation. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, You can listen to us on um, Apple Podcasts through iTunes. You can listen to us on Google Play, Spotify, Overcast, and Anchor, which is our hosting platform. Um, If you like what you're hearing, you can always leave us us a rating or a review that helps other people find us and just helps us move up. To have everyone else see it. Exactly. If um, you enjoy it, other people should enjoy yes. it. Yes. And then feel free to talk about it with your friends. You can always be like, look, I know we're in separate sorts of the city. 
but we can listen, listen to the same to podcast. Together, and we can listen together, so maybe you can do that. Yeah. Um, if you would like to talk to us more about either Scooby-Doo film, feel free to reach out to us on uh, on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Too Many Trailers. That's T-W-O, Many Trailers. If you have longer thoughts about Scooby-Doo for some reason, if you want to just, like, <laughs> for some reason. Do you know why the first trailer makes me feel like I'm on cocaine? Do, do you have your do you want to share some knowledge about scooby-doo that we may not know which is a lot honestly um you can email at us at too many trailers at gmail.com that's t-w-o many trailers at gmail.com and um before you know before we end our podcast we always like to leave with a parting message uh, do not judge movies unless it's a 2001 or 2002 scooby-doo film you can judge that movie to shreds do not judge movies by the trailers leave that up to us have a great whenever stay calm we got this and goodbye talk to you next week bye, bye.